Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win, and support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Anyway, should we, go, should we begin? Uh, yes. Hey, congratulations, Will and Kate. You're having another baby. That's amazing. Yay! I look forward to reading about the baby every day in the paper until the day it's born. I look forward to every trimester of the princess's pregnancy. Yes. I look forward to the baby's birth, which will be covered in every paper. <laughs> I thought you were going to say it was covered in something. The baby's first... <laughs> baby's first photo appearance baby's first steps the baby's first birthday oh the photo ops we will have the front pages of the newspapers will be bountiful colorful joyous and positive pouring no credence to any bombs that we're dropping on other countries or any wrongdoings our country's doing hey there's a royal baby fucking look at it will and kate congratulations that was very political did you like the song? There was a yeah, that I wasn't did. political. That was an idiot. There, there was a level. There was a there was a, a tang of satire. I just don't. I don't give a shit. Who gives a shit? <laughs> Who cares? Yeah, I don't care. Someone. Can... The, the headlines should be is someone is having a baby. No, that should. It's not newsworthy. Good. There should be no headline at okay. all. I don't get it. But the whole aspect of news is it has to be newsworthy. It has to be new. Um, anyway, uh, welcome to the podcast, welcome. everyone, for Wednesday the tenth. Mm. of September. 10th of September. It's definitely autumn. Is that right? Is it still summer? Or no, autumn? no, we're, we're fucked. Oh shit, man. We're one day away from 9-11. 9-11. Wow, I didn't even realise that. Today's no. theme, honest to God, is conspiracy theories. It is. Is that why you suggested it? No, not at all. Not at all. Is, it, is this a conspiracy theory? It is. <laughs> we're inside the looking glass now, Josh. Um, straight off the bat, before we go into this week's topic, I want to ask you, last week we did Doomsday and how to survive... Yeah, and, and I need to talk to you. But I need I need to talk to you about something because. Hang on, I'm just going to shut the window. I've just realised it's open. And uh, I just I want to talk to you about. Well, it occurred to me uh, after the podcast last week that you argued with me that you'd hit Africa before Europe if you flew due south from England. Yeah. And it just astonished me how that just went under the radar. <laughs> it's unbelievably thick. I don't think. I just think England sort of poked out on its own. That's also unbelievably thick. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not denying. I just want to point that out. I for am the listeners. incredibly thick. I just want to point out for the listeners that that the geographical ineptitude that you seem to have. Yeah, it's insane. Anyway, what do you want to talk to me about? Well, straight off the bat, I wanted to ask you because last week we were talking about how we would survive doomsday or how you'd survive like a potential zombie apocalypse, right? Yes. And my plan. As stupid as you made out it was. My plan was board up the windows or maybe drive to the countryside. Your plan, get a Humvee. So you wake up in your house in South London. Yes. And go find a dealership that sells Humvees, right? Yes. Wait, okay, let me finish. Okay. And then your plan was drive to an airport and then fly to France. And a whole week's gone by and I'm still amazed at how unbelievably (laughs) fucking stupid that entire plan was. And I just want to know, is there anywhere even near you that sells Humvees? 
Not to my knowledge. So how are you going to find one? Um, I'd find a dealership. How? Probably. How? If I lucked out, I'd get a Humvee. Okay, but you're not specific about the car. What? Well, I would prefer... To be we're honest, talking the enough. car is kind of a small we're detail in, in this we're... massive story. Right. And then fly, drive to an airport yeah. and then fly a plane. You have no experience <laughs> yeah. flying an aeroplane. Well, this is where it became a bit fanciful, but I still think I could... I'd give it a go because I've lost all hope by what this point. What was the plane you were saying? You a Cessna. You, which is a what? Like a well, it's, I should have corrected myself. It's a single, well, a single engine Cessna. A Cessna is a type of plane, okay. and I would get the single engine version. If you see, like uh, in old movies, so you were confident. They used to, to smuggle drugs with these planes. They're the size of a taxi. Uh, and you're confident enough to think that you could. Yeah. What if there? What if there's zombies on the air on the airfield? So you what? You get to the the runway and it's overall with like stewardess and pilot zombies. It's right? a very small plane. I'll weave weave in between them, and then how are you even going to fucking start the plane to weave? There'll be keys. I'm sure there'll be keys. keys. There'll be keys. Does somewhere. a plane have do keys? You know, do you know in the like the sun visor bit? There'll be keys stuck in there probably. Oh my god! You live in a world of bullshit. No, no, I could do it. I could do it, and and I really think you get enough. Do you know what the whole? You could generate lift, and I'd probably fly. Generate about, lift. How are you? This is going to be like an instruction manual under no, the sea. I could probably fly. But I'd probably end up flying like twenty foot above the ground all the way to France. But I would do it. I would do it. I think it's doable. And then I'd land in France. That's another thing. Like, how are you even going to land? In, I said last week that we're retracing our steps. I know we're retracing our steps because it's the dumbest thing that's ever happened on this show. I said we'd, I'd land in a field. In, no, but just... They're really oh sturdy God, aircraft. So they're stupid. sturdy aircraft. No, I'm not denying that they're sturdy. <laughs> I'm just saying, let's say, hypothetically, yeah. that you managed to get the plane in the fucking air. Yeah. How are you even going to find the button to make the wheels come down? Or to make the no, flaps No, that's up? the thing. Is the wheels are already down. They're, all, they're down all the time. On a sense there. Yes. And how do you make the flaps go up? Uh, how are you going to figure that out? I don't know out? about the flaps. You're in the air look, and you're going to go, look, mm, maybe it's a it's really simple one, aircraft. You know? There's probably a button that just has flaps. There's probably a button that just says flaps. If anyone listens to this knows anything about aviation, please, please write in. I just, I need to hear how, um, if this is even remotely possible. But I also said I, I might get a boat. All this has taught me in the wake <laughs> of a zombie apocalypse is that I'm definitely not going anywhere near you because I'll be dead within an hour. But I, I, what your plan, what was your plan? Isolate yourself, find your parents. Um, you said kill people. Yeah. Who who have wronged it's you. It's easier to kill people than it is to fly an aeroplane. But you said something disturbing where you said you'd go and kill people who had just wronged you and they weren't even infected yet. So you just <laughs> use it as a license to just exact revenge on people. Yeah, That's yeah. just sick. While I, I'm simultaneously trying to make an airline work, an airplane work, um, I'd much rather go out my way anyway because we're both going to die. Which airport are you going to go to? I would go to an, I'd go to an airstrip. So I'd probably go to Biggin Hill air- Airstrip, which is How near you, my house. So you'd find it. I guess satnav would still yeah. work, right? Because mm. satellites are still still be spinning air. around. Yeah. yeah, go go to go to Biggin Hill. Try and find a, a plane. <laughs> try to fly it, and then even if I fail. Well, there we go. So that's the. I, I'm just so am- amazed at how incredibly stupid you are. Well, you know, we'll see. And I don't mean that to sound rude. You're, you no, are we'll, one, you no, know, we'll see. We'll see. One of my best friends. I'm one of yours, right? Oh, that's so flattering. <laughs> you're, in the, I, you're in the top three. Oh, good, good. That's nice to Where know. Where am I in your? Am I in your top three? I think you're in. Yeah, I would say you're in the top three. So me and what? your mum and dad. Third on the podium. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, welcome to the show. So what I thought I'd do is I thought I'd ask you yeah. about conspiracy theories. Sure. I'll, I'll name them and you can tell me if you think they're real or not. Well, plausible, you mean? Yeah. Okay. 
So join us now on the Excitable Boy podcast as we do Tim Jubery and conspiracy theories. Are they real? Does he think they happened? And other stuff. We're through the looking glass now. Tim, what are your opinions on the JFK assassination? Random assassination? Government conspiracy theory? Well... Um, knowing uh, very little about it. He was a president. Yeah, he was. I do know that much. Um, I think something happened, maybe. I remember reading an article. Well, something definitely did happen. I remember reading an article where (laughs) I think... Was it Oswald? Lee Harvey Oswald. Lee Harvey Oswald. He shot some fire, uh, shot some shots, and uh, he wasn't marksman enough to get at that range to get Kennedy. But apparently, there's a theory saying that one of the bodyguards reacted badly and drew his weapon and shot, accidentally shot Kennedy, thinking that the shots were coming from another direction. So it was just a, a huge fuck up. Which actually, I'm more inclined to believe that a jumpy security guard yeah. um, accidentally shot the president. Final answer. But I think it's an error. Again, I think it's flattering to... Believing in any conspiracy, you think, wow, I'm on the inside and I have privileged information and you feel special about yourself and you feel like you're you're blessed with insight. And that's the the potent thing about conspiracy theories. Um, People who are insecure uh, intellectually or need that reassurance tend to kind of gravitate towards them. Final answer is... is no. The reptilian elite... (laughs) <laughs> What's that? The reptilian, the reptilianist elite is a idea uh, presented by a guy called David Icke, who yes. believes the world is controlled by shape-shifting alien lizards who require periodic ingestion of human blood to maintain their human appearance. Well, it's clearly bullshit. I mean, you, you clear, sure? s- clear, stunning degrees of horseshit. Yeah. Um, so, final answer: No. No. Moving on, the everlasting light bulb. The idea that the, the, an everlasting light bulb's been invented. Well, it links in with that idea that, you know, you can make a car that will last forever, but why would you? Because you'd never make any money. Yeah, they call it inbuilt obsolescence. Yeah. So, yeah, they use it. I nodded, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've never well, heard those two words put in, together. Inbuilt, inbuilt obsolescence, uh, yeah, they build things to break. So everyone knows that. But, like, uh, like I think in the 50s and 60s, they used to make things, like, really fucking well. So you could buy a, a Hoover... And it would last like 30 years. Yeah. And everyone was like, oh shit. We didn't like, think this We're through. really fucking ourselves over yeah, yeah. by not making things to break. Yeah. Everything's like, to if break. If you can make like a 17 million pound aeroplane that can fly undetected by any human machinery, why can't you make a razor blade <laughs> that will last, stay sharp for more than a week? Obviously you can, right? Possibly, yeah. This is the Gillette conspiracy theory <laughs> that I've just invented. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I like this one. Um, okay, Jesus and Mary were apparently a boyfriend and girlfriend. There's a conspiracy theory about that. Oh, his mum. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know where to begin. Well, with how did you know she was his mum? Well, because well, you mean she was just a cougar, and and they well, weren't I don't related. Know, it's the, the the Jesus and Mary story to me is like like an angel visited her. Yeah, and fucked her. Yeah, maybe she was just a bit of a hussy, was having an affair, and that was her excuse. And Joseph was dumb enough to believe it. That's a very plausible explanation. Was Mary and Joseph? Yeah, it's Mary and Joseph. It's a very plausible explanation. Yeah. Um, But that seems like the most logical reason as to why Christianity exists, because this woman was (laughs) manufactured this astonishing lie, gave birth to this incredibly charismatic man who kind of retrospectively convinced the world that he was... Yeah, but she was... lied to him. Like, like Mary was like, Hey, Mum, how, how come everyone's saying you never had sex, but you had me? And she went, oh, shit. She went, well, uh, uh, Jesus, you're the son of uh, God. 
She's been like, she just lived this lie out. <laughs> and Jesus got a big ego, like from a very yeah, young yeah. age. He was, yeah, he was arrogant. He was the popular kid at school. And I, I, I know that, um, that might the people, religious people, might find this offensive, but whatever. Oh, absolutely, they will. <laughs> There's no doubt. Might. Why is what it the offensive? Fuck? I'm just suggesting that may- maybe Mary liked a little bit of the D. <laughs> In her V. And tried to lie her way out of it. She liked a bit of D in her V. Right? You know? Should we round this up? Yeah. So there you go. That was uh, Conspiracy Theories explained by two absolute idiots who have absolutely no idea what they're talking about. That's very nice. Uh, why don't we do this week's questions? Yay! Yay! <laughs> Question time. Question time. If you're having a relationship problem Or your sex life isn't going so well Or you're not enjoying your job Or there was just a general wondering that you had about life You can write into the podcast And we will answer it Yeah, any question at all podcast at gmail.com That's like our Wayne's World bit Yeah Dear Excitable Boy Podcast, are there any cartoon characters you would have sex with? I would definitely... They've spelled it defiantly. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. I would defiantly spot... I would defiantly fuck Splinter from the Ninja Turtles as he would give me wisdom. Right, now I feel like this person might have got confused about exactly what kind of transaction happens during sex. For one, if you do choose to sleep with a fictitious rat person that has trained mutated turtles to be ninjas... He's not going to pass on the wisdom to you through the sex. Through you the can you can fluids. obtain the wisdom by hanging out with him and training with him. Yeah, in his but dojo. You're not, yeah, you're in his. Also, you're going to have to hang out in a sewer. So you're going to have to figure out. <laughs> yeah. I mean, how much do you really? Because he lives in a sewer, so you're going to fuck a rat in a sewer. You know what I mean? Well, maybe that's They've what. Got, maybe, they must have hairy appendages. Well, maybe they, you, that, that person meant defiantly then. <laughs> Defined reluctantly. Of, yeah, defined of what society ju- you know thought of him. He but would, I think would you really it. need to establish like, and also Leonardo, Donatello, Raphael, and Michelangelo. Uh, you could tag. You could get a pretty good tag team going. <laughs> you know, there's a good chance that they like that the turtles will be better in bed than Splinter. They're very muscly. The turtles, from toned, what I recall. Yeah. yeah, they're very toned. They are heroes in a half shell. They're heroes in a half shell. They ha- yeah, they have the, the, they have the hey, triceps. To be honest with you, you should fuck uh, Shredder. He looks pretty bad. Which one's Shredder? He's the bad guy. What's Shredder. He, what does he look like? He's like a ninja who wears loads of metals covered in blades and stuff. Wow, it's quite dangerous. Yeah, you take him off. He'd, well, what does he look like underneath all his blades? I don't know. <laughs> is he self-conscious? He probably is. You know, he was voiced by, in the cartoon, was voiced by the guy that played Uncle Phil. Uncle Phil. That? From Fresh Prince. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, we're learning things. But a fact, a factoid. So to answer your question, who would be? um, I'm just trying to think of cartoon characters. Snow White. Snow White's weird because you know she's done it with probably done it with all those dwarves. Roadrunner for the pathos. Wait, no, was it? Oh no, Wiley Coyote. Sorry, Wiley Coyote for the pathos. Yeah, Mimi. Yeah, that guy. Roadrunner would make that noise. Um, Cinderella. Mm. Which one's Cinderella? Is she the one who pricked her finger on a? Spindle, well, Sleeping, Sleeping Beauty. Beauty. No, it's the one with the glass slipper. You will go to the ball. Alice in what? No, Alice in Wonderland's too young. Um, <laughs> uh, Nala from the from the Lion King. She was always. I always found her attractive. It's when you go into animals. I mean, she was a lion. She was, but a, she lion. was a hot lion. In the context yeah. of this question, I, I can be a lion as well. So I'm Simba. Hang, hang on. You're, what? What do you mean you're a lion as well? You know, like if I'm gonna, f- I wouldn't fuck her as a human. 
What does that mean? I mean, if I'm going to sleep with, I'm not going to. She's not going to appear as a real lion. She's going to be the cartoon lion, right? So you're going to be a cartoon lion. Yeah, I'd be a cartoon lion, and and she'd be. She's. Why does that make it better? I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. That you're fucking a lion. Because I'm also a lion. No, it doesn't make it better because you're still you. You're still, like, you. Fucking a lion. (laughs) I thought the mum in the Aristocats was hot. Oh, yeah, I can see that. I always found the thing about the Aristocats I always found weird was that um, the the butler tries to get rid of them by giving them sleeping tablets. He puts sleeping tablets in their milk and they all fall asleep and he goes and dumps them by the river so they can't get home. And thus begins their journey home. Yeah. The thing I don't understand about this movie is that in the cartoon, you quite clearly see him pouring about two full bottles of sleeping pills mm-hmm. into a pint of milk. Yeah. They would definitely be dead. Oh, they'd be dead, yeah. The cats would definitely be dead. Mm-hmm. So regard, forget the fact that they're talking you're, cats. You're looking for realism in a cartoon. <laughs> That's what I'm really... Into. Oh, Maid Marion from Robin Hood. Um, what, the fox one? Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, she was... Um, yeah. She was foxy. <laughs> bum, bum. The Little Mermaid, obviously... Mm-hmm. Massively fit. I mean, if you're gonna be a fit female mermaid, everyone goes Jessica better, Rabbit. Better though, those don't. proportions. Better to be a woman on top and a mermaid on bottom. It's better to be a, a human top half than a fish top half. You mean have a like? Who awesome... would you? Who would you rather sleep with if you were gonna sleep with a mermaid? Well, basically, you're saying, do, do, would I prefer to fuck a fish with a vagina or fuck a woman with just with a, a flipper? With a fish flipper. Well, it's clear what that would be. Well, what would it be? Well, clearly the the the, the mermaid, n- not the fish head. On a you know perched atop legs and a vagina, which is a horrible image. Oh, Belle from Beauty and the Beast. The, but the logistics. Though. She like she was one. Of, she was beautiful, but she also was really like a bookworm and a loner. But she's had the Beast, man. You know? Like are yeah, you, that's are you, the thing. Are you yeah, gonna yeah, feel? Yeah. You're gonna feel pretty she insecure. She didn't think that through, did she? Not at all. Like how big must his cock have been? Just, yeah, massive. And I bet when she kissed him at the end and he turned into a prince, she was a little bit like, ah, oh, he's gonna have a normal cock now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> God bless her. Um, Aladdin, Princess Jasmine, smoking babe. Great, great. Never trust a woman whose who's best friend is a Bengal tiger. No, no, no. It could go south very quickly. Mm. Great eyes. They always have great eyes. And nice uh, big if eyes. they fucked, she might have got magic carpet burn. <laughs> hey! hey! Keep going. Uh, Pocahontas. Nah. Never really dug her. These are all the human... That's, so- that's a great song in Pocahontas, though. How's it go? Have you ever heard the wolf cry to the full corn moon? Or ask the singing bobcat why he sings? That one. That's nice. Can you paint with all the voices of the rainbow? Something like that. 
Wow. Can you paint with all the colors of the wind? And then it has a great line. You can own the earth, but still, all your own is earth until... Well, that's nice, dear. Let's fuck. The thing is, the cartoon, she doesn't die in Kent. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> Which is what happened in real life. It's rather anticlimactic to have someone die in Kent um, at the end of a film. Mulan. Did you ever see that one? No, no. Never I'm too old. I'm too fucking old for this now. Uh, oh, the stretchy mum in The Incredibles. <laughs> She was hot. <laughs> yes. Yeah, she was super hot. And I think I would pick the stretchy mum from The Incredibles. Really? Uh, Tangled. I don't. Rapunzel. You know that's. I don't watch she cartoons has really long anymore. Hair she lets her hair down and he climbs up the tower. I'm an adult. I don't watch yeah. cartoons. Which is anymore. just a clever way for a prince to not have to commit to a relationship, really, when you think yeah. about it. Mm-hmm. But he was like, "Hey, Rapunzel, I can't come up there till you grow your hair." She's like, "Okay, I love you." He's like, he just fucks off to the pub for like seven years. Yeah, goes clubbing. Yeah. <laughs> goes just shanks whoever he wants till yeah. her hair's long enough and then he climbs up and he marries just her. just fucking canes it in Ibiza for six years yeah. then comes back. <laughs> um, Frozen. There's two princesses in that who are sisters. They're pretty banging. Uh, you see any cartoon? Like, do you still... And the, car- idea, the idea of Frozen. Of course, I watch all of them. I you love, still see cartoons? I, I love- do you go to the cinema and watch cartoons where the kids everywhere and it's just you? You know what? I actually went to see... The last time I went to the cinema to see a kid's film was when uh, Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs came out. Yeah. And I went, and it was pissing it down with rain, and I got there, I was soaking wet, wearing this rain mac. Mm-hmm. And I was standing in the queue on my own. <laughs> with a mac, okay. And all these mums were staring at me like, who's this guy? And I was like, and I couldn't figure it out, and then I was like, oh yeah, yeah, I look like a paedophile. <laughs> yeah. Just the guy in a rain mac, on his own, going mm. into the cinema on a Wednesday <laughs> to see a kid's film. Yep. I was like, wow, this looks, and I left, I didn't go watch it. Quite, yeah, yeah. Panicked. Well, quite, quite, you know, I think you did yourself a favour. But yeah, I love kids' films, yeah, I watch them all, yeah. They may, they have a very wholesome, innocent quality, and you learn a lot about life, you know? <laughs> like Frozen, the, uh, Frozen is a great film because. You learn fuck all about life like from kids' films. Frozen is. It's uh, such bullshit. It's the idea that they, oh, she, only true love's kiss can save her, and it's, right? but it's not the prince, it's her sister. And how's that true to life? I don't know. Stunning. Okay, another next question. Uh, blah, 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 like podcast. Um, wow. My pa- my father passed away three weeks ago, and I was wondering if you could talk about moving on and grieving and such matters. Oh, my God. Wow. You've asked the question to the two least qualified people. Well, firstly, that sucks. Yeah. Really, that's awful, and I hope you're okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, wow, this has really sort of knocked me for six a little bit, huh? Um, just wondered if you could talk about moving on and grieving um well the only observation of grief that i've had is through my girlfriend and her friend like they've lost people close to them like my girlfriend lost her mom and uh, grief is incredibly powerful and it, it never quite finishes with you grieving is important um in and it's not particularly approached very well in this society we don't tend to give ourselves time to grieve it's rather imbalanced very capitalist very accelerated society and we think we should be stronger than we are um what what are the five stages of grief it's um Um, uh denial mm -hmm. anger bargaining yeah depression and acceptance acceptance. yeah i think so it kind of depends where you are but it never finishes but you can go you can zip a uh, through those all the time so you can go from anger through the bargaining but you know you you kind of push on through mm. um so when my dad's dad died a couple of months ago he just uh buried himself in work yeah that didn't stop working it's very often the case and, not, and everyone was like why is he not dealing with this you know yeah yeah um, and, it, and it will get you'll catch up with you you can't mm. escape these things so 
you kind of have to embrace it and it's shitty and it's horrible. How from, did your from, sister, your sister's no, your girlfriend's my girlfriend, yeah. mum? Yeah, yeah. How did she cope with it? How did, uh, well, my girlfriend, um, well, I met her when she was grieving. So, like, um, it's still difficult. It never leaves you. Um, but it's something you can work through. But you have to allow yourself, and whatever that means. I think you should allow yourself to grieve. And, I, and unfortunately, um, it's actually, ironically, it's where religion is incredibly useful. Even though, um, I forget who called religion a noble lie. I was uh, was very fond of that description that religion is a noble lie. Um, religion has evolved to deal with these things, to contextualize death, to help you through those things. Uh, unfortunately, now we live in a secular, uh, more enlightened, I suppose, scientific culture, uh, in which we've kind of lost sight of how to grieve. So, um, do your best to allow it in. I think allow it in. Yeah, my. I mean, and, and give yourself a break. Don't be. Don't allow. Allow yourself to be vulnerable with it. Yeah, on the experiences that I've had in uh, in all that shit is like, uh, you just have to embrace. Like the best, the best advice I ever got uh, was when my music teacher said, uh, "Embrace the depression." He's like, you have to embrace the depression in life because it's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. You're gonna have moments where you feel incredibly low, and all you have to do is is you know, if if you don't recognize why you get sad, you need to learn to recognize the patterns that lead to the sadness. But the most important thing you can do is never deny it, just embrace it. Mm. Because it's the only way you can appreciate the good stuff. Mm. And it's the only way that you can really get over the bad stuff is to know why you're there, know why you're sad. And like, there's nothing wrong with being angry or nothing wrong with being depressed. As Will Smith said, you can cry, there ain't no shame in it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, And, uh... (laughs) Um, and conversely you can just like google Josh's stupid face mm, that might help yeah. and just think thank god thank god I'm not him <laughs> just uh, I don't know yeah fuck that's a heavy question for this show um, it sucks and time will make it better time is the only thing that uh, uh, heals all that stuff but time is a fucking nightmare because it takes so much time yeah. You know? Um, Ain't that the truth? Uh, surround yourself with friends. Uh, and if you want to feel sad, you don't need to cover it up if, when you're with them, I guess. Oh, yeah. You shouldn't know? do that. Yeah, yes. yeah. And um, talk it, talk about it. I always find that helps. I get in a lot of trouble because I feel like it's, it's a really good process to talk about your problems and to talk about your emotions. And, and you know, if someone upsets you, you tell them. Or if, you know, you, if you're in a bad way, you talk about it. Mm. I don't think bottling stuff up that's just the tumor box you know if you if you don't talk about stuff you're putting it in the tumor box you're just pushing it down there in this box in your soul that one day is going to open up and just be a fucking tumor <laughs> so like i think to to get all that stuff off your chest will be a big big help so however you're feeling just surround yourself with people that want to hear about it you know mm. uh, and email us let us know how you get on yeah dude. um i kind of feel like we shouldn't really end the show on that note but then how do you bounce back to the comedy? <laughs> um, oh, wow. Okay, next question. Fucking hell. Um, Dear Excitable Boy Podcast, uh, I've always wondered how threesomes start. Uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> straight wow. back to just straight the back. shit. We're yeah. straight back in. 
Uh, I've always wondered how they do. At what point do you say, hey, want to join to someone? <laughs> also, it's complicated with different genders and all sorts. If I'm with a woman, I don't want to be looking at a man. Well, that's a bit homophobic. And surely there's a lot more effort on the girl's side. I guess if you're entertaining two guys, yeah. I hope you can answer my question. Yes, God is dead. Was the sh- God's not dead was literally the shittest film. <laughs> my advice to this guy is: is don't fucking. Why do you need one? Pleasing one woman in bed is impossible. The pressures. In- you could spend years figuring out what it is that a woman likes in bed. Mm. And like men are really easy to please because we're stupid. Women are uh, more emotionally intelligent and and they're just more. Um, what's the word? Multi-layered. Men don't really need much mental stimulation, whereas women are smarter than us, so they do. And like I would just say, don't. Why do you even want one? Like, just stick to one because two is fucking difficult. <laughs> uh, how do you start? I don't know how you start a threesome. Well, the, well no, what introduce the well, idea? He hasn't said if he's in a relationship. How or do you start like a that. threesome? Yeah. How do you introduce the idea to someone? Say you have a girlfriend and you both want to have a threesome with someone. Mm-hmm. Then uh, my advice would be make sure it's not a friend. Mm-hmm. Because that's going to get weird. Like when you and I had that threesome, it was weird. we're still not over it. No. It was... And I guess if you're single, that's probably more acceptable. I guess you could meet a man and a woman at a bar. What if a oh, what if a couple want you to get involved? That happened to like yeah, that happened to uh, a friend of mine. He was kind of groomed by a couple, or was propositioned. He no, he didn't. Uh, here's a good example of a bad threesome story. Uh, my friend, um, his best friend, him and his girlfriend have been talking about it for ages, right? And they both wanted to have a threesome. So first off, they had a threesome with another girl, right? They completed this guy's male fantasy of having sex with two women, which Mm. they did, and apparently he said it was great. A few months go by, and then the girlfriend says, by the way, you know how um, we had that threesome with the girl anyway yeah, yeah. my went, turn well now it's my turn yeah so i want to have a threesome with a guy so two guys and her oh, and as, as seeing as she'd he'd said she'd said yes to the first threesome he said he had to say yes to this one hmm. and basically he said that um the guy absolutely <laughs> destroyed her in bed he said that she made noises and like he did things to it that she'd never had done and she reacted in a way that was so much more intense and so much more brilliant than anything he'd ever done to her in bed and it effectively ruined the relationship they broke up a few months later because they couldn't get over the fact that he was like oh my god I can't can't." because it made him realise how bad he was at sex that's so sad that's such a sad story so it's very high stakes you know so there's there's a lot of risks with the threesome I think the threesome is a way oversold if the opportunity arises Mm -hmm. go for it make sure you strap up Mm because no threesome is worth chlamydia and your your the, the likelihood goes up exponentially if if you meet people who are into that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, God knows. I mean, if you meet anyone that's willing to have sex for the first time without a condom, you probably shouldn't sleep with them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's very sound theory. Yeah. Very good. Uh, if you want to, ha- I mean, how do they start? First of all, you have to be good looking. Absolutely. <laughs> that's a that's a <laughs> yeah. So if you're not good looking, don't worry about it. No two people are gonna want to fuck you. Um, <laughs> It's something that falls, like, you know, with grace into your lap, yeah. if you forgive the image. <laughs> um, so, I mean, please write back and let us know how it went, or if you got one, or if you, if you didn't. Uh, I'd be interested to know if you ended up in the throes of an, an erotic three-way. Mm. If you practice raising one eyebrow as you ask the question, that could possibly yield a better result. If you um, really want it to happen, it will happen. It may not be great. Yeah, don't, don't get your hopes up. No. 
because you only have one if you're a guy you're only having the same one orgasm right yeah yeah but and then is, you have to conduct a conversation with two people there potentially what so what well that's kind of awesome that's like uh what's the name of that film total recall <laughs> <laughs> well i don't get the reference what? the woman has three boobs three boobs and yeah all right and he's feeling two of them and and he goes times like this i wish i had three hands <laughs> I don't make films of that anymore, do they? They really don't. They really don't. Slightly sexist Halcyon. 90s films. Anyway, that's the show for this week. Yeah. Uh, we hope you learned nothing because we certainly didn't. No. Um, and uh, we'll see you next week. If you have anything you want us to discuss, excitableboypodcast at gmail.com. Uh, take care of yourselves. Um, congratulations, Will and Kate, on uh, the new baby. Yay! And we'll, um, we'll see you next week for more nothing. See you next week. 